his names Tate Gallery, MoMA, the Louvre Museum, Art Basel, the Smithsonian. Somehow, whether you're into the arts or not, this might be at the top of your favorites, or at least your dream places to visit one day. One or two are quite familiar, right? Have you wondered why you know about them? They have something in common. They are brands, highly positioned in the market, and you've been consuming some content, product, or services. At least, you follow them on Facebook or Instagram. The art marketplace is highly competitive, and institutions are always seeking audiences. You and I might feel consuming art is part of those relaxing activities to enjoy on weekends, or when going on trips. Visiting museums is a must. This episode brings together three different perspectives on branding in the art market. Newborn independent studios located in the capital city of Colombia reveal their hidden secrets on how to get in contact with the public and why they prefer word of mouth more than sophisticated campaigns to be recognized. Be my guest in this episode of The Art Market is Not Rocket Science. Located in San Felipe Art District, Bogotá, three independent artist-run studios were born in quite the same moment, when many artist studios, galleries, and restaurants had gentrified a popular neighborhood near downtown. In 2010, large, massive low-rent houses were empty to found the Colombian Soho. An architect and collector, Alejandro Castaño, came up with the idea and three galleries opened their businesses in a popular town, inhabited by senior and elderly neighbors. Since then, impressive growth has consolidated the area as the hardest to find a varied cultural offer, full of gastronomy, exhibitions, and street art. Although the cultural variety attracts visitors, it also obliges independent studios to evaluate their strategies and ways to communicate with their audiences. We interviewed three spaces, Casa Cuatro, Nivex, and Full Art Space. Who are you? I'm a historian and also an artist, and I've been working on the art market for about seven years or so, and my experiences were related to the commercial area of uh, galleries as an advisor, as a dealer, and also managing special projects for uh, some spaces, some galleries. My last experience is, well, in a floral art space. Um, I'm also working on uh, personal research on the art market from a historic uh, perspective. I'm an artist in between painting and sculpting. I've got a PhD in plastic arts in Australia. I've been focused on creating and consolidating my project, Casa Cuatro. I opened it in 2017. I've run this space for four years. My main goal 
is to sponsor an exhibit a certain kind of artist more related to plastic arts and visual arts well um you know i'm an artist uh, right now living in mexico from colombia i've been here since 2019 when i won um scholarship to to start um, a program that is called Soma. It's quite informal though, basically living with that scholarship, doing some research, meeting new people, which I love a lot. But you know, I've, I've, I've been working with galleries actually before I graduated from college. I worked with artists uh, who need uh, assistance, put them in, on uh, exhibitions and etc. And right now I work with uh, Nivix, uh, with uh, the director, theory. Basically, I do what whatever he needs. I, I, I do. I arrange exhibitions and I write emails to get sponsors, welcome people in the gallery. But well, since I'm here, starting in Mexico, my role in the gallery a remote work. How's like being independent in the art market? That's a good question because the art market is quite um, diverse and I consider my business as not specifically a gallery but it's more like an artist run space. We are more or less like seven artists creating our works and also generating dialogue which is the, the conceptual background of this project. I believe that when you are in a non-traditional place learning you let your guard down and, and you start learning things that you are not prepared to learn in, in a regular class. That's my project about. The funny thing is that you are in a business too. We, we know that we have to learn about uh, how to market the artworks, how to sell them, how to advertise and promote our job through social media. So there is like that ambiguity. We have to figure out access to, to public resources and also to audiences. So that's why we have uh, sales but we also our courses we mentor different artists to create our works and also we have a workshop uh, rental so it's like a combination of everything to be profitable you know to answer your question for our space it's an emerging gallery we consider this gallery as um, a cultural space as well because we don't just exhibit pieces but we're trying to offer different cultural events such as um, lectures, conferences, we have projects in movies. So I think we are thinking about like um, a diversity of activities that people can do here. We understand with knowledge that we have to, to know exactly what our audience is and what's our brand equity in this case. We cannot say that we are already established. We've also been working for two years, so but we also understand that the art market here in Colombia is quite small and it's not very developed. We're trying to to make the art market more professional, I think. Most of them have been established three or four years ago, believing in the bloom of the cultural industries and the increase of international awareness the new value of the Colombian art as an investment. However, managers and directors agree on the difficulties of running an art business 
when the R market is not developed and the majority of the audiences are not related to the collectionism or acquisition of art. Being independent is, is a challenge. Nivex is considered as a gallery somehow for some people because our exhibitions are serious, we can say so. However, for some other people, they, they, they don't really think so. I mean, the director, Terry, uh, has the means and the budget to create like different kind of projects, but at the end, it's not really profitable, I think. It's an interesting place, and it's still uh, an interesting platform for young artists to exhibit their um, their artworks. But anyway, we have like different activities, but not the, the same recognition as other galleries may have. Anyway, I, I think that um, theory has a very intuitive sense of art. When he decides something that he really likes to exhibit, they just do it. And, and most of the time, it's, it's successful. Actually, the majority of artists have had an exhibition. Or they have a, a, a really interesting career later, be considered as a contemporary artist in, uh, in the field. What's your audience? I think our customers are very diverse. We have some collectors. We have some regular customers. We, we understand that we need to um, differentiate between a collector and a customer because the collector actually is looking for establishing a wide set of objects. There's a strong an emotional relationship between the collector and the piece that he is um, buying. So we understand that we have collectors but also customers. So people that really have like another type of needs. They decorate them in their places or simply you know buying because they like something. Also I think that we can make that effort to compete with other um, sectors of the industry such as um tourism for instance, craft, shop, people actually think that we are at the same level of those places. Visitors make decisions on which place it is more interesting or visiting a gallery or visiting a museum. We actually need to define our audience in terms of time for the kind of audience that we want to reach. We measure our audience, so how we follow the, the, the metrics, checking our social media, registering them, and their personal information, book records we have here in Nazareth. Um, our audience is, I would say, is diverse. That's, that's the word to describe it. What they really enjoy is direct contact with artists who are working here. That's, you know, hilarious because we we didn't we didn't imagine that we've been welcoming some collectors and curators and also dealers so they they are just more professional they are looking for any other kind of um, activities independent studios rely on their communities and social media and the power of face-to-face -face relationships established way before the lockdown started they keep working on making those relations tight to offer new experiences and we can come back to the rooms of these spaces. Let me tell you something. It's the main characteristic of Nivix is the audience because it depends on the location. 
Nivix has been established in different areas of the city. The first like three years, it was in downtown, La Candelaria. That's the area where tourists who are <clears throat> going from one hostel to the other one and hipster exploring a new city in South America. That's, that's the kind of visitor that we used to have there. They didn't seek the place, but they found it by chance. Was this kind of young artist figure out there was uh, a space there in downtown? You know, because of word of mouth. Because another person, another friend of them just told them about the place. They just visit. And also, I noticed we were having like many students from the universities and the surroundings. You know, they are just very close to, to, to downtown. And then we moved to San Felipe. Interesting visiting like the area. We have like these big tours around the town. So I think that now is is quite bright. How do you conceive branding? To be honest and to be realistic, there's no logical strategy that comes from the space. We don't work with that kind of things. There's there is awareness, you know, that we must have an income. Throughout the pandemic, we have thought about some strategies, basically to reduce costs. So, for example, we reduced the rent of the workshops. Uh, since we understood, due to the pandemic, many people lost their job. For the artist space, I understand that we need to create a community. So that's why we use social media, mainly Instagram. But we also noticed that it's more about time. We don't have enough people following us. Somehow the director has some uh, connections. He, he has like this managerial uh, background. But we are trying to reach wider audience. And I think that depending on, on the type of public, we also define the, the channels. And we are also trying to diversify the services and experiences. I think we need to be very coherent. For instance, if we are trying to sell pieces made by young artists, we know that that's not profitable enough. We need to offer um, more, more kind of events. This is between us, you know, but I think Thierry never recovered his investment. You know, the, the space is about to be closed. There is no income. There are lots of uh, debts. So I think that this project was more about love for leisure. We were having some ups and downs. Sometimes we sold, but it wasn't too awful. I used to see Thierry having some hard time paying salaries and it was, it was really hard in terms of uh, profitability. I think there was only one and it was uh, in terms of the location. Thierry tried to, to establish the space in San Felipe because well, it was surrounded by other like successful businesses so related to, to, to the arts and somehow he was looking for like uh, a wave to to cover him <laughs> but it, 
it didn't work. You have to be connected. You have to make some profitable connections and you you have to be part of a network if you want to survive in this, in this context. The variety of public, the use of social media, and the attractiveness of word of mouth are the common factors to build a brand for these independent spaces. Even when they feel there is a lack of experience and knowledge when managing the business to be competitive in the industry. However, some of them are internationalizing their brand and diversifying their agenda. There is a bright future before them, without certainly having in mind they can become a brand. This was Catherine Parrado for the R Market is Not Rocket Science. <music>